0: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Inside Texas, is Justin Wells. Uh, Justin and I are starting, uh, are kick-starting uh, a series we're going to do here on On Texas Football. Uh, we're previewing each and every position prior to uh, spring practice, kind of giving you an evaluation of where everything is going and, and who's coming into the program, who's leaving, uh, and updating depth charts as we go along uh, and talking about each of them Uh, As well. Uh, So let's go ahead and start. We're starting today, obviously, with the quarterbacks. Uh, But before we get going, I want to say thank you uh, to our sponsor, Laura Baker. Uh, This episode is brought to you by accomplished Austin realtor, Laura Baker. Laura and the Andy Allen team at Keller Williams can handle all of your real estate needs in the Austin area. Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate expert and friend of the program. We really appreciate her. If you're moving to and from, to or from uh, the Austin area, give Laura a shout at laura at andyallen.com. Uh, Justin, I, I, let's start with uh, – we're going to start each and every one of these segments with who's coming in and who's leaving. Okay, first of all, who's coming in? Texas signed just one quarterback. That is Arch Manning, uh, the number one prospect in the country. He he joins a fairly talented quarterback room already. Uh, tell us a little bit of what you know and witness firsthand – with Arch Manning,
1: uh, with Arch Manning, um, I mean, <laughs> not only is it uh, the craziest, uh, most polarizing recruitment I've I've ever covered, and and it may be for the next ten or twenty years until Marshall Manning comes through, uh, Peyton's ten year old son, okay. um, <clears throat> Arch Manning is one of the most ready made college quarterbacks that I've covered. Uh, when you And I guess when you grow up in a family that breeds really good quarterbacks, it's in your DNA. He's been a starter at Isidore Newman since his freshman year, Bobby. He set every single passing record possible, surpassing Uncle Peyton, surpassing Uncle Eli. And, and at the end of the day, he wanted to enroll early because this is a kid that's been planning to be prepared for college football since he was probably sixth or seventh grade this is the the vision has always been there and so with arch banning coming in the best part of arch this year there's no expectations all arch's job is to learn the system get used to the college game get your time management down when it comes to school practices and friends kind of get inundated in, in the college world and the lifestyle but and learn from the guys ahead of you and just be prepared in case something happens always be prepared and if arch manning is one thing bobby he is always prepared you talk to coach nelson stewart he was always the first kid in on early saturday mornings for video sessions he would stay there the longest he would never go into a game friday night without having a long thursday evening session with the offensive coordinator and the head coach to, to make sure they knew every scheme they were about to go against. Arch Manning comes in with no expectations in that first year and just gets to settle in and figure out his place.
0: I, I will say this, okay, no expectations until or unless incumbent starter Quinn Ewers goes down. A couple more notes, 140 of 229 on the season uh, for Manning as a senior, 2,270 2, yards passing, was used more as a runner uh, as a senior as well, uh, but the the number that stuck out to me, uh, Justin, from his senior Inter- campaign, interceptions, thirty four TDs, just two interceptions.
1: And I don't think he threw those two interceptions till the playoffs. Yeah, I think he yeah. went through the entire regular season until until the playoffs till he did that.
0: Consensus national number one player as well. That's Arch Manning, and I think where he fits is it somewhat uh, on this roster is somewhat. Tied to the next part we want to talk about. And that's who's leaving the program. And that is Hudson Card. Uh, Hudson Card is headed uh, now to West Lafayette, Purdue University. Uh, Card started three games as a uh, redshirt sophomore at Texas last year. Uh, the six foot two, 201 uh, pound quarterback was 75 of 108 for um, six TDs, one interception, and had a 69.4 completion ratio. What he gave Texas behind Quinn Ewers was a solid backup. We You knew what Texas was going to get. He led Texas to wins over uh, uh, UTSA and West Virginia last year. Did lose the one uh, out in uh, uh, to uh, Texas Tech in Lubbock. Uh, but look, uh, I thought he was a fine quarterback for Texas as a backup. He wasn't necessarily the guy out in front. But when you talk about Hudson Card, you talk about losing – a guy that was a little bit of the glue to the program. And now you're going to be exposed to some young, really young in, uncertain players, essentially or inexperienced players. If Quinn you were to, get, were to go down, what do you think about the move of Hudson card to Purdue? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear check breakfast, lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: The Hudson Card move is the one move in that room that gives me a little bit of pause. You lose a really good backup quarterback, buddy, and trust me, that keeps offensive coordinators up at night because Hudson card was what you call peace of mind. If Quinn Ewers was going to go down for injury or, or, or bad play, you had a, an experienced backup come in who's got NFL potential, who's got a ton of upside, nosy offense front and back, Um, that, to me, is the loss there. Yeah, out is Hudson Card, but also as out is your peace of mind, having a really good backup. I mean, for a quarterback, for a, for a head coach that used to play quarterback, there's probably not a better way to get a good night's sleep than knowing the backup can always come in and help you out. And I thought Hudson played really well in the Texas Tech game, despite being the loss. If the defense wasn't on the field for 103 plays, I think Hudson has a W in Lubbock. And so that one's going to sting a little bit just because of you never know with the injury bug, just because you never know with the transfer portal, just because you just never know at this position and not having that reliable backup, it, it opens some opportunities that we're going to cover for some of these younger guys to step up now and get those reps and get that opportunity. But it's still it's still losing a really good backup quarterback. And, Bobby, I got to tell you, they the, the, the AJ Milwe probably tosses and turns a little bit. They probably, you know, one time they asked uh, Lou Holtz, they said, you know, with this Big Ten schedule you have, how do you sleep at night? Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Penn State. He said, I, I sleep like a baby. I wake up every two hours crying.
0: <laughs> it's a great line. Um, I want to say this about Hudson Carr. We wish him well at, at Purdue. Uh, But Graham Harrell and Matt Maddox,
1: he is in great hands.
0: Yep. Um, I do want to say this as well, though. Uh, Texas also loses Ben Ballard, a walk-on quarterback that actually ran as the third team quarterback much of uh, fall practice uh, ahead of both Malik Murphy and Charles Wright. Ballard, a walk-on, has transferred uh, to FAU, Florida Atlantic, over in Boca Raton, uh, going to be uh, going to work. With uh Tom Herman. Let's move on though. So let's move on to the incumbent. Uh, because this is the one that I think you and I would agree that as this guy goes, Texas football likely goes this year, and that's Quinn Ewers, who returns as a starter. A year ago, he was six and four as a starter, uh, was injured in that one game. Uh, we counted as a loss against Alabama. He was playing really well. Uh, but Ewers, uh 172 of one of 296. Only completed 58.1% of his passes. Did have 15 TDs to six, just six interceptions, though, uh, in his first year going. Um, let's talk a little bit. I think every Texas fan knows Quinn Ewers. Let's talk about where we think he improved during this past year, what he needs to improve further on, and what he already does quite well.
1: First thing that he needed to do was get was play. The kid hadn't played real stick, real football in, in a couple of years almost. he That was number one. He needed to get the speed of the game down. We saw that in the spring game. Kind of started off a little slow, but then you could kind of see him getting back into his groove. The same thing happened, I think, during the regular season. You know, for Quinn, it was almost a, a tale of two seasons. In some stretches, he looked fantastic. You know, like in the Al- in, in the Alabama game where he got injured, he started that game 9-12 for 134 yards, Actually, put him in the red zone right before he got hit by Dallas Turner. That was that was looking like one of the best outings we had seen from Quinn, and I think that's what built up his expectations so early. That and the Oklahoma game. Look, you want to endear yourself to Texas fans. Meet the Sooners in in, in Dallas in October and and shut them out, buddy. That's a good way to get on their good side. And that was his, one of his best performances, 21-31 for 289 yards, four touchdowns, and that could have been worse. That, that was an absolute blowout. The best I think we saw Quinn was the last game, the Alamo Bowl. It was the first time this se- that last season where they went more spread, which is something that Quinn is, is, is adept to. That, that, that's, that, that's his skill set and his strength. The kid was 31 of 47 for 369 yards and a touchdown. And if you take away three drops, he probably throws for about 450 yards against Washington. And so if you take those games, you see the potential. You see what everyone else sees, the buildup. But then we can't forget a couple games. TCU, he looked overmatched. He looked like the the TCU defensive coordinator knew the playbook. Oklahoma State was probably his worst game. And I'm not going to blame the old, you know, 35 mile an hour Seminole wind because that was certainly a factor. But he just looked out of sync all night long. And at the end of the day, that's the story of Quinn Ewers in 2022. Some really nice flashes and some stinkers of a game. And you know what? That's what you get with a freshman quarterback, Bobby. That's what happens. Listen, he was 53rd in the nation in QBR at 64.8. That has to improve. You're not going to win the Big 12 this season with another QBR rating like that. The beauty of Quinn is he has seen where he needs to improve and that's his focus. He's lost weight. He's fine-tuned his mechanics. He's got he's been working on his foot foot drills a lot more. He's doing a lot more passing sessions in the last couple of months. Him and Arch will take a handful of receivers and Malik to to, to the to the bubble, and they'll get, they'll they'll throw the ball and get their timing down, which we know is immeasurable once you get to the to, to the fall season. And so for Quinn Ewers, what you want to see is the consistency. Now you've seen the big arm, you've seen the flash, you've seen him throw, you've seen him hit windows that most quarterbacks in the league can't hit, but you also now want to see. The consistency, getting the ball out quicker. You want to see his decision-making step up a little bit. You're taking away the best weapon he could have possibly had.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.
1: And B. John Robinson, a guy that really would take the defense off of his off of his off of his uh, his heart, but at the same time, he's returning this entire offensive line, and I think that's going to be a plus and a positive. You're giving him. Potentially a healthy Isaiah Nayor, which I think would have been an, an easy two or two or three wins, extra wins last season if he's in this offense. You added an A.D. Mitchell, which is the type of receiver this offense needs to flourish. So I feel like Sark has put some really good pieces around Quinn. And now it's up to Quinn to take that next step. And so far from our team reports in the last couple months, that's exactly what he's done. From removing the mullet, from getting a little trimmed down. To, 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 to taking the position a little more seriously. Bobby, this offense needs a leader. Quinn Ewers knows it. Bijan and Rashawn are gone. That's the thing he needs to do. Step up in that locker room, put your foot down, show the rest of the quarterbacks this is how you do it, and
0: uh, treat it like a pro. I wrote down some things prior to this uh, discussion uh, that I wanted to go over, Justin. You hit on a number of them. Uh, his strengths. Um, just a natural thrower of the football. Uh, He he can flick a ball 20 yards downfield and have a great feathery touch on it. Um, He can also throw the out. I mean, he's got that kind of arm that everybody just goes. Yeah, he's got that. You know what I mean? Um, Harnessing that on a down by down basis is a different story. Right. Uh, Because he does like to throw off platform quite a bit. Yes. Um, And those things can be tantalizing, but they can also be costly. Uh, because it it then becomes, okay, your footwork wasn't great, so you didn't make the ordinary throw on target, made the reception harder or more difficult, and perhaps a third and three becomes a fourth and three because you deliver the ball just a tad bit low. Um, and so there are strengths like his arm, uh, but there are also some negatives there. I wrote down the things that I want to see him uh, work on. Consistency was number one. Uh, number two was I, I really think he needs – some more awareness of all of his receivers. I felt like last year he got locked on to Xavier Worthy. Totally Too early, when the walls when the walls were coming in, he was looking at Worthy and almost no one else. Um, at some point during the end of the year, he started looking a little bit more towards JT Sanders, a little bit more towards Jordan Weddington. And I think it played, paid dividends for him. Uh, Those last two games against Baylor and Washington, he played pretty well. He was 12-16 of against Baylor. Uh, Texas leaned heavily on the the, uh, run game there. Uh, But I feel like that has to be part of it. I also think he has to be uh, willing to step up and take the hit a little bit more in the pocket. I'm not saying he uh, is bad at that or what have you, but there's going to be times he needs to do that. And I think we saw this, too. One other thing I want to see him improve on. Is his running of the football. Um, he did not run enough until late in the season. Had a key first down against Washington. A key first down against Baylor running the ball. He wasn't doing that early enough in the no. season. He was he was uh, maybe going for a big a big gain as opposed to taking a, a free first down. Really, he did it against Kansas State too. That was a big one. Um, and so that combined with a term that you used leadership. I feel like that's that all comes together. Those little improvements uh, show leadership, you yeah. know. And, and what you and I have talked about, and uh, Jerry, Eric, Joe, myself, we've all said that uh, you know you lead by example. It's one thing to have a big bark, but if you have no bite, you know it's you're just, you're just, just making noise. It. That's exactly right, and that's what Texas needs. Quinn Ewers, who is the nation's number one prospect coming out. Has a load of talent. That's what they need uh, for next. All right, behind him in the lineup, we have a couple other guys. Uh, I want to first say thank you to our uh, sponsor one last time. That's Laura Baker. Uh, this episode is brought to you by accomplished Austin realtor Laura Baker. Laura and the Annie Allen team at Keller Williams can handle all of your real estate needs in the Austin area. Laura is not only a diehard Longhorn fan, but a longtime Austin real estate expert. Please contact her at Laura at AndyAllenTeam.com. So behind behind Quinn in the pecking order.
1: Right. Ask me ask me what the stats look like after Quinn Ewers.
0: There are none. <laughs> because with Hudson Card gone, nobody else has thrown a pass. Well, you know what? Has Xavier Worthy thrown a pass? I think maybe Xavier Worthy's thrown a pass, right? <laughs> he, yes. Somebody, somebody threw a pass I- to Xavier Worthy, maybe. Worthy
1: I-, threw, I think Worthy threw a touchdown, maybe. Yes, this, this year. Yeah, that's
0: the only guy that's other than he may not be able to catch it, but he can throw it. So, <laughs> Well, that's the only one left, Justin. Uh, that means the the guys behind him, along with Arch Manning coming in, we have Malik Murphy, yes. uh, a uh, going to be a redshirt freshman out of Gardena, Sarah in California. He is a big drink of water, six foot five, 225 pounds. Uh, and Led uh, Gardena Serra to a state championship. Was an Elite Eleven uh, quarterback. Uh, you know his senior stats at Gardena Serra are not all that impressive. Two hundred two of three twenty one for two thousand nine hundred fifty five yards.
1: And they uh, did remember they didn't play a full
0: season. No, no. But here's the here's the part that that is most concerning of those stats. Okay. Twenty two TDs, ten interceptions. Yeah. Now, he also had six rushing touchdowns. So he's a a little bit of a dual threat, or at least he can be. But he Uh, has worked on his throwing motion at this point. And so now we're waiting to see exactly what comes of that. Behind Malik Murphy is Charles Wright, uh, who will be a redshirt sophomore. He's out of Austin High in the Austin area. He was a late take. uh, that uh, Lit from Iowa State. Yep, decommitted from Iowa State. Those two guys... You know, what are you looking for from them? Is Charles right that, hey, Ross, he's just always, we think, going to be a roster guy that knows the plays, that has a chance if, you know, he's your emergency quarterback. And Malik Murphy, I think they're trying to groom to be, you know, one of these quarterbacks that Steve Sarkeesian sees a lot of uh, raw ability in and, and builds into something special.
1: I think that's going to be what we find out this spring, as a matter of fact. Going in as the incumbent, Quinn Ewers, they know he's going to be the guy. But it's going to be the backup. Um, The funny thing is Arch Manning is going to battle for that spot. Even though they would prefer he redshirt, he's going to battle for that spot. I think that pushes Malik. I think that pushes Charles Wright. I think that's going to bring out the best of those two guys. Malik Murphy did something late last year that a lot of people don't know. He was the scout team quarterback for probably the last two months of the season. And reports from those practices, Malik looked great. He looked sharp. He has that big arm. He can he can hit some windows too. He, there's some accuracy there. Uh and his size is, is is big enough to where
0: he can see the field. And he's and- as big as I'm gonna tell you now, he's not fat like Jamarcus no was, he's got. But he's big like Jamarcus Russell. He's just a big – built that He's just big. a big-looking – he's not Cam Newton, but he's like a big-looking guy. He, he's thicker than Cam Newton. Cam uh, Newton's yeah, tall. Yeah, 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 I wouldn't say I'm that. I'm telling you. I saw him both in high school.
1: He may have a – Well, I'm not saying that either. I saw um, him both in high school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the thing with Malik, though, is he just needs experience. And he needs reps. And you want to build his confidence – have him when he wins that backup role, that's what'll do it. Because if something does happen to Quinn, it's you got to hand him a leak now. Now Charles Wright's gonna is gonna have a say in this. Nobody's gonna know the offensive playbook in that room better than Charles Wright. Including, his, Quinn <laughs> including, including Quinn Ewers. Including Quinn Ewers. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're you either go the safe route, let's say it's a close game and it's late, and you you really just need to, you know, run the ball, run the clock. I could see Charles Wright kind of being your guy. Uh, but if you need to get vertical earlier in a game, and, and you know Sark. Sark wants to chunk the football down the field. Malik Murphy might be the guy that's in there. But that that's, that's the fun part of this spring, Bobby. That's one of the battles that we're going to be following. Who's going to win the backup spot? Because we know, we saw it last year, we saw it the year before, and we saw it a few times during the Sam Ellinger era. When the starter goes down, that backup better be ready. When Shane Bouchelle was there, you didn't skip a beat. That that was a big thing. When Quinn Ewers went down with Hudson Card, you didn't really skip a beat. This is a different record album this year. This is a whole different album. You may skip a bunch. And so I think that's going to be the biggest thing at quarterback is who's going to take the reins at number two.
0: I I, th- I would agree with you. I mean, let's, let's just, in, in general – Number one incumbent is Quinn Ewers, period. Second string, Arch Manning versus Malik Murphy, we believe. Okay. And then Charles Wright sits as your emergency quarterback. Okay. Is that – you think that's a good way to round it up? I Yeah. Want say-
1: yeah. I really do think they don't want Arch too much on him early. But I also, knowing that kid, he's going to know that offense before the end of spring. Like he's going – he are, he was learning it last year. He was learning they – he was watching tape last year of this offense. So, actually, the quicker Arch gets it, the quicker he becomes a factor,
0: Bobby. Okay. Yeah, I, I think we've got it summed up there. I would say one thing that, that, I, that I would uh, reiterate that you mentioned, and that's that it's good that Arch Manning is on campus in the spring. Oh, Um, because I think that gives them that should help them. You know, we talked about nobody behind Quinn Ewers throwing a pass. Yeah. Okay. well, now Malik Murphy is going to Malik Murphy didn't have a full spring last year. No, he was hurt a little bit at the beginning of the season. Right. And so really, the backup is really inexperienced. So Arch Manning coming in and getting a spring. That's that's a good thing. He's going to push those guys. Let me tell you something. Nothing
1: will light a fire under Malik and Charles's ass quicker than Arch Manning coming through that door at 6'4", 225, with a big old grin, knowing I can throw it better than y'all. All (laughs) All
0: right. Hey, let's talk about this some more. We're going to have running backs next. Uh, I'm going to do that with Joe Cook for tomorrow. Uh, Hopefully you've enjoyed this. Uh, I believe that uh, we need to do it before we get to spring ball so we can kind of give everybody an expectation level absolutely, of really where where we think everything sits. All right, for Justin Wells of Inside Texas, I'm Bobby Burton, and that's been On Texas Football. Thank you for watching. For more videos on Texas football, recruiting, and other sports, make sure you click the like button and subscribe to the channel to get the very latest updates. Thank you for watching again, and hook them.